because we have been dealing with some fireworks because it's bonfire night and as professional as we sound we do record from home so we've had to delay because of bonfire night <laughs> hi i'm liv and i'm also here a bit like bonfire night but also like i stayed up to watch the american election and that was a bad idea because it's still happening you guys what the frick it just keeps on going maybe by the time this is up in a few hours yeah. it will know no we're not gonna know till friday no. anyway we we're glad to provide you some escapism from all of that we love you guys <laughs> our american listeners and i think that does make up the vast majority of you i'm sending little smooches and cuddles your way because oh god god Whew. you need it yeah <laughs> crikey but now let's delve into twilight where politics doesn't exist so yeah, uh, this is chapter 12, Complications. And boy, was it complicated. It was oh not. Oh boy, was it complicated. It's not complicated. <laughs> None of this book is no. complicated. It was another um, chapter, oh, which, yeah. although more of this part I dislike than mm. I've disliked the previous chapter, which we were Yeah. Absolutely nothing really happens. Um, it's just people live in their days, and I loved it. Like, it's just a great day at school and then a day at home. There's no big plot Kitty, points. Kitty, there's a huge plot point. What are you talking about? Edward and Emmett playing Cupid? Oh, no, no, no. I love that. That's my absolute favourite bit. But it's not point. a big plot Oh, no. <laughs> nothing ha- okay, so, like, nothing happens, but, like, everything Nothing happens. consequential happens. Oh, yeah, totally. But it's but also, a great time. I'm so glad that we learned so much more about the cause of this chapter. Like, Me too. Oh it was so God. fun. Right. Cool. Yeah, so shall we start off with a favourite quote and then we'll get into the chapter summary. So Liv, what's your favourite quote? Just so you know, this quote is from Mike Newton this week. Mike Newton's thoughts were so loud, they broke my concentration. I hate him. I wish he would die. I hope he drives that shiny car <laughs> right off a cliff. Why couldn't he just leave her alone? Stick to his own kind, to the freaks. <laughs> I love you, Mike Newton, Aww. you crazy bitch. Basically, um, Bella's just told Mike that her and Edward are dating, and mm-hmm. Mike reacts not well at all. He's very mad, and I'm upset about that. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's very good. I love it, right? Mike throws upwards of about three tantrums this chapter. Three. And it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we love that for him. <laughs> what was your favourite quote? Right. Right, so, I don't know, do you want me to go into my favourite quote, which I think we will talk a lot about, or do you want me to do my favourite quote, which we can breeze past and then get into my actual favourite quote later? Favourite quote that we can breeze past, because I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we did pick up some certain things this chapter. Cool, cool, cool. So, my favourite quote, which we can breeze past and just come back to later without me having to scream laugh about mm-hmm. it, was, <laughs> I headed up to face the beautiful ogre under the bridge. <laughs> What a metaphor. Okay. I love it. So, you're talking about your girlfriend. No, he's talking about Rosalie. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I love, I love This is when he goes home. Chapter. Oh my god. Me too. A great Rosalie. Rosalie chapter. is amazing this chapter. I love her so much. She's so complex. Um, right, let's summarise this chapter. Um, I believe we follow on right from the end of last chapter again, mm-hmm. right? Yes, we do. And then, so it starts off with them walking to biology. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he goes straight to biology, and then she has gym afterwards. Um, so yeah, in 
in biology, the teacher turns the light off, mm-hmm. which is a big drama because then they're alone. They're alone in, in the, the sense and in the dark, and Edward can see everything completely normally because he's a vampire, actually. Um, but also, and basically, he tries to touch her hand, has a giant freak out about it, and then like crosses his arms, and then Bella crosses her arms because they're mad at each other. Yeah. for not touching each other's hands. <laughs> Bella's just like, "What's happening?" <laughs> Honestly, I really feel for Bella in this moment. It's it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like this. This chapter... Wait, no, actually, I'll, I'll go into this later, actually, because this is going to be a big ramble. <laughs> yeah, so then we find out during yes. biology about the... One of the best parts of this chapter is Angela fancying Ben. Um, yes! And then... She's not a lesbian, but it's okay. She's just in love with a tiny, <laughs> tiny man, which is my favourite Yeah, thing. I love it. They, there's, she's... Or she's so tall. I personally or love Or she's, like, 6'6". Six, six. I personally I love, love that, that she's so tall. But also he's quite mm-hmm. short. So I think that she's maybe 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, five, yeah. And he's, like, 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> That's the dream. Yeah. So then Bella goes off to gym yes. and Edward goes off to, I believe, English. Spanish? Um, I don't know. They're in the English block, but then she says Spanish. So... They're going a language, yeah. Um, and they, Emmett and, we'll get into this because this is the best part, but Emmett and Edward do a whole pantomime about fancying Angela they play so that Ben gets jealous. They, they, it's real cute. They drop some hot goss, and we love this. Right, so meanwhile, Bella is accidentally knocking Mike Newcomb in the face on general area with a badminton bat and Edward yeah, because, good he, for him. because he's creepy has chosen to ho- focus in on Mike Newton's mind just so he can see Bella in gym class because she's like you don't want to see me in gym class you don't like me in gym class and he's like I think I do <laughs> like you in gym class Bella you're terrifying and dangerous um to the point <laughs> and I like that and I like that to the point that the coach is like I really just shouldn't partner anyone with this one girl because she will yeah, Bella up. just like sits at the gym for the rest, which yeah, we love. Yeah, for the rest of the year. And I love that for her because I too would have liked to sit out of gym for an entire year, but. I know. So she just dream. cracks Mike across the face with a butt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't yeah. want to be a baby, but oh my goodness, that hurts, which is very funny. Um, meanwhile, yeah. Mike tries to talk to her about Edward, and she's very like back off about it, which is fair enough because he's mm-hmm. really weird about it. Like, he. Uh, it's proven from my quote, he has a lot of feelings about it, and Edward, like, mm. laughs at Bella being like, yeah. back off. Um, but also he yeah. has a little freak out, because Mike's like, he looks at you like you're something to eat, and Bella pees herself laughing at that, as I would, personally, if I had a vampire boyfriend, and then Edward has a freak out, because he's like, does she know that I could kill her? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone does, yeah. but like, okay. Um, yeah so then they have a chat about that Edward drives Bella home and then Edward goes home to face his family this is the same day that they've been at lunch and they figured out that Bella knows yeah so the timeline is that whole confrontation yeah Yeah. every day is like three chapters Uh which we love because we're here for silly nonsense we're here for deep lore yeah and then Um, Rosalie basically just screams in his face then we get a little bit of deep Rosalie lore a little bit like Rosalie is just shallow and stupid lore which whatever yeah. we'll bypass it and then it ends with Carlisle basically being like you need to talk to Jesper and Edward being like okay I'll do that and really not wanting to yeah. which is fair enough yeah. to be honest I also don't <laughs> want to talk to a confederate soldier but whatever no yuck um... very gross <laughs> 
So, there's your summary. There is your summary. Can I please get into the thing that I'm obsessed of with course, in this chapter? Girl, of course, you can. And my, my real favourite quote, which I now need yes. to talk about for ten minutes. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so my favourite, favourite, favourite quote and deep lore uh-huh. from this chapter is a quote from Edward where he's thinking and he says, I could juggle a dozen crystal goblets without breaking any of them. <laughs> I am choosing to believe yes. that this is not a metaphor. This is something oh. he has practiced. No. He knows he can do circus arc, baby. But We're doing I, a full I, circus arc. Yeah, I also agree with you. I don't think that this is a metaphor because he also talks about the fact that he can stroke a soap bubble without breaking it, which means it, basically mm-hmm. he's like, I can touch Bella's face, right? I can be gentle. And I'm like, please just give her a smooch. We're all dying here. Um, <laughs> I know. the No one is getting any younger or older in your case, Edward. But, like, he's like, I could stroke a soap bubble, which means that he knows. I think he's tested this. I genuinely believe that every single one of the Cullens can do some sort of weird, like, circus trick. They've had so much time to do hobbies. Yes. Like, I'm just learning how to do embroidery properly, and it's taking forever, and they've had so they've much had time. So much time. <laughs> right. So, Alice is either tightrope walking or, like, fire swallowing. Yes. Emmett is just throwing that. No, wait, Emmett Strongman, 100%. Strongman, but also he's the guy that gets strapped to the board while Rosalie just ch- chucks knives at him. Hell yeah. Yeah, and Rosalie's a knife thrower, 100%. Leotard, just like, hello, I'm going to throw these sharp objects at my boyfriend. <laughs> Jasper handles the animals because yeah. he's the worst and that's the worst yeah, role in the circus yeah, mystery animals. Yeah, that's the You suck so much. Yeah. Carlisle is the ringmaster, obviously, and yes, 100%. Esme is his glamorous assistant. Uh, <laughs> Adorable. Esme is full glamorous assistant vibes, and she does some of those little what what are they called where they do the like the swinging on the the thing? Acrobatic. What are they called? Yeah, Esme is full acrobatics, full, full, beautiful. Full. Yes. She's the Zendaya she's of gorgeous of the Cullen family circus. And then Edward's there <laughs> juggling like the clown he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's great because even in this chapter Mike says that he's a circus sideshow and I'm like yes circus art give me the Cullen family circus you're all clowns and I love you oh my god <laughs> right speaking of Mike mm-hmm. Mike comes off the deep end this chapter like he gets yep. so mad but also right everyone is big mad when Edward picks a girl because this goes into the whole Angela situation which we will talk about more later um, yes. Every single time Edward is interested in a girl, the dude's instant response is, no, you can't have her. Which, like, okay. Yeah. Misogyny yeah. central. Like, I know. No, no one's having anyone except for, you know, I guess on Edward and Bella's wedding night. They, you know. But, like, <laughs> it's just, it's wild to me that everyone's like, oh my god, no, you can't have her. And I'm like, he's not touched a woman in many moons. He's not been near Never, no, consent. It's like established. Never, he's never been interested in a girl before, and you guys are all being like, "Not her." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess everyone's had a crush on him." But like, are you guys seriously telling me that you weren't going to ask a girl out until Edward Cullen looked at them and you went, "No, not this one." Are you are you being serious (laughs) to me? Like, first he gets himself esteem. Secondly, get some confidence. Thirdly, just ask people out. You got right. I'm not being funny in the time of COVID. No, they are. We have to remember they are seventeen. True. Also, if you're a seventeen year old listening to this and you fancy someone, just ask them out. And if they say no, block them on social media. You don't have to see them for another month. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
also, with Messenger, you can delete messages now, so they never need to know what it said, so. <laughs> no, but they will get an ominous, like, live deleting a message. True. Like, what the heck was that? I've woken up to deleted messages before and just been like, what the heck did you send me at 4am? Oh my god, please, that's so sir. See, I'm not involved <laughs> in anything near as exciting as you are. I just wake up to, like, wow, whatever weird messages you've sent me in the middle of the night, actually, Katie. <laughs> That's welcome. what I'm yeah. Liv wakes up to me like bobbing oh along God. to the safe and sound walls. Oh, TikTok the safe and you'll, sound you'll know what I mean. I love the safe um, and sound yeah. Yeah, I just wake up. It do be a pandemic and we don't be sleeping well. But anyway, back to the nice world of forks. <laughs> right. Should we talk about the Angela stuff? Yeah, let's talk about the Angela right. stuff. So it's great. It's a great scene. It's, it's, a, it's a weird premise. Like, his reward for Angela oh, being God. a nice person is, I'm going to get her a man. Yeah. Um, which, love that. Cupid Collins. Yeah, Cupid but Collins. He does it. It's a great... You know what? This is a great chapter for uh-huh. hijinks. Yes. It is a wonderful hijinks chapter. Yeah. And it fits in. Again, this is very circus. Uh-huh. They're pantomime kings. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. Edward <laughs> and um, Emmett are pantomime henchmen. Well, no. Oh. If anything, Edward's pinched Charming and Emmett's Dandini. Yeah. I realise for American <laughs> listeners that's not gonna make Yeah, they don't know what you sense. mean. Right. So <laughs> pantomime in the UK is a form of theatre. It's a form of family theatre, but it also normally has like rude jokes in it. It's normally performed from about November to January, so the Christmas period. It's retelling of fairy stories in a very camp over the top manner with lots of audience participation and stock characters. A la Commedia dell'arte. Part of these stock characters are the two henchmen. They normally work either for the evil queen or for a corrupt organisation. For example, they might be tax collectors. Um, mm-hmm. So, and basically they finish each other's sentence a lot. They're used a lot for physical comedy and um, they're normally very stupid. This would also fit Edward. Edward <laughs> the other hand, you have Prince Charming and Dandini. These are normally played by women in drag. Love that for them. And normally Prince Charming is obviously the handsome prince. He is besotted with our princess or Cinderella or whatever. And Dandini is his loyal friend who's just there to go along with his hijinks and normally goes like, you have gone <laughs> mad, sir, but I will do what you say, which is my favourite part of pantomime because everyone just gets on with whatever they're doing because someone said so. And yes, there we go. Brief history lesson from Liv. So anyway, this whole scene is very pantomime mm-hmm. because they're like, Faking that they don't know who Ben is, and they're oh going, "Hey, when are you gonna ask Angela out?" Like loudly, and then he's like, "Gee whiz, I don't know where." He's like, "Yo, Ben's behind you," and then they yeah. <laughs> they carry on like, "Well," as if he can't hear, and they're like, "Yeah, but she's gonna ask this guy to prom," and then Maybe. Ben, like to his credit, isn't like jealous mm. and weird. He's like, "Oh, but I like Angela. I just haven't had the grace to ask her out." Like he's like, I don't like Edward for her because he's a bit of a creep, yeah. which is an absolute yeah, enough. Like it's not like a why can he have her and yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. have her. It's like a yeah, he's a bit scary, scary. and I like Angela and care about her. Aww. It's not even a jealousy thing. It's like a shivery thing, and Edward's mm. like, oh, I didn't expect that, but it still works. I, my personal favorite Edward comment in the whole situation is why humans willing to let a six inch height difference come between them, which. Oh my god, yes. yes. Angela is six inches taller than Ben, which also means that she's like, oh no, I'm too tall for him. And he's like, oh no, I'm too small for her. And they're just in love. And it's adorable. <laughs> and I think uh, that is so, so cute. Like that, that. We love her. She's so tall. I and this scene her. is so dumb. So Stephanie Meyer has given us a gift. Mm-hmm. We've had so many pages mm-hmm. of stupid stuff. Uh, we're just here for the numbers. This is a true gift. We love it. I love it so much. Like, yeah. 
honestly and the fact that Emmett is like this is really weird but that actually sounds really fun so I will do it and then Emmett afterwards is yeah. like you're right that was totally fun and that got me thinking what if instead of doing whatever brooding answers they do what if the Cullens just ran the rumour mill in the school can you imagine that <laughs> if they were just like that would be so fun I heard that such and such did this with such and such they would totally run that school with rumours. I know, because for people that are so bored mm. in school, they really don't do yeah. anything. Like, obviously we only really know Edward, mm-hmm. we don't know any of the rest of them, but it's pretty clear that they yeah. don't have any human friends, and mm-hmm. like, whether or not they can respect the humans, like, uh, to be a friend or whatever, but yeah. I'm sure Alice yeah. chats to people. But like, we don't see any of that, we yeah. don't know that. Like, Alice does have a big party at graduation yeah, and everyone comes. Yeah, but you don't know if that's just because it, it's like, at the Cullen's house, or because she's like legit I know, and people, people just want to see it. But, like, even if they're not friends, like, I do just want to see them, like, have nice interactions with humans. And obviously Edward's a weird case because he can hear what they're all thinking and is the weirdest. Um, but, like, Emmett and Alice especially, I'm like, do you guys, like, have fun chats with your, like, lab partner? I want to know. I want to know if they, like, entertain themselves with silly human things and just have a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let them have drama for no reason. Honestly, I would actually prefer reading an entire book where the Cullens are just these weird matchmakers for everyone around school. <laughs> just doing hijinks like, instead oh of just God. being there being like I hate it here because yeah, exactly. like Rosalie says how much she likes it there and like yeah. so there must be like <gasps> I know that she doesn't have these deep connections with people oh, but no, like but... maybe she does get on with some people and like even finds them like even as like a fun little frivolous chat like I'm sure she they maybe have that somewhere yeah honestly it's like can you imagine Rosalie just being like the guardian angel of love though? Like she's there like correcting the Valentine's <laughs> hearts that should go to the different people. She's in charge of all the candy canes mm. at Christmas. She's just like, absolutely not. Not on my watch will any bad romance be happening. And then she's just like letting all the little all the little gays get together, you know? Rosalie, <laughs> saviour of the gays. <laughs> I would love that. I just want... Because she's no offense yeah. to Rosalie. She'd a hundred percent be Republican. I'm sorry, she's pro life. Like I know. I know. I don't want it to be true either, but you look at that woman and tell me that she's not a Republican. We can't talk about this today, love. It's too much. Oh, it's, it's too, much. too right. close. We're Put moving along. Right. They all, Rosalie they all don't vote. In my head, right, she's helping all, all, the, all the, everyone at that school date. Literally anyone date who yeah. they want to. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. Good. Also, can we talk about, while we're on the subject of Rosalie, mm-hmm. can we talk about <laughs> all the boys crowding her car? <laughs> she loved that. Very she was tossing good. her hair back I and know. forth. She was like, oh, what? I'm wearing a dress that matches my BMW today? I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that we got, like, the Canon car, because, like, we were discussing it last week. It was an yes, M3. It was a BMW. Was a fancy car. A BMW M3, which is means. about... Okay, so it's a lovely car. It's about seventy five thousand like pounds. So Americans do the math. It's a lot of money for a car. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, I do love that one guy is just stood there going like, "I wish I had forty grand for a car." And I'm like, honestly, me too, babe. No, no, Liv, seventy five grand. Wait, so much money. I swear, in this book, it's forty grand. I swear. Uh, well, at least now it's about seventy five. Oh, I wish I had $60,000 laying around. Love that for you, King. Yeah, so. I also do. <laughs> Adjusted for inflation, it's a lot more yeah. now than it was in 2005. Well, I mean, um, I do also wish that I had $60,000 lying around. Oh, God, me too. Yeah. And they have all their fancy cars. <laughs> they have so much money. Um, Right, so I have a thing that I need to talk about this chapter. Right? Yeah. So, 
this chapter really gave me like not like yearning, but you know when you like feel feel all the feels for a time. Yeah. It's gone. Right. You know that feeling where you really fancy someone and you don't know if they fancy you, but you definitely fancy them, and then you sit next mm-hmm. to each other in like at like a party or like in a booth at a restaurant and your thighs touch mm-hmm. and there's that like yeah. heat and you're like, Oh my god, they can feel my leg and I can feel their like this chapter yeah. was full of that. And like Yeah, you're just hyper aware. Katie of your body, and I like, have oh been god. in relationships for like multiple years now, so we're like long term with our booze, but like I like I don't miss it. But you know like when you like miss something, you don't really miss it because also, Oh, but it is exciting. You miss it without wanting that to. That time is also the most like vom-inducing time of your entire life like I'm not being funny I have anxiety and like oh my god like that oh no I that's my favorite <laughs> we're different people no, I, I like, like a person it. that loves first dates I like it but I'm also terrified the entire time like I like it but also I have a, it's filtered through a deep layer of fear so like but like you know what I mean like there's so much of this chapter is being like Edward being like oh wow I really want to kiss her I really want to like tuck her hair behind her ear oh my gosh I really wish we were sitting mm. closer and so much of it is him like following up with being like but I'm a monster and I can't because otherwise I'll murder her and I'm like Edward honey you're <laughs> just in love and that's completely okay and that's like cute. Yeah. like I just like it's that rush that you get when you're like you know when you're like newly in love or if when you're a teenager and everything is so intense because it, it truly is mm-hmm. so intense when you're a teenager and you're like I will never feel this way ever again and also I've never felt this way before and I'm going to drown mm-hmm. in my feelings if you don't mind me and like yeah. it's just really sweet. But that's a teenage thing that's not a now thing <laughs> yeah no no it's a teenage thing anyway <laughs> like it just like brings back all those feels of like you know like having like a big crush for the first time you know what I mean mm. oh yeah. man I like I do miss those days but I also don't miss those days because I was like 15 yeah. with a completely unrequited crush and it oh, oh. that's pain disappointing having an unrequited crush to oh be, I, I had no feelings at 15 oh yeah like to that. be fair I, was like, I, nope, I got hit school only <laughs> I got hit fully in the face when I was about 15 with my first ever like big crush and it was completely unrequited mm. because he was 19 <laughs> and if he'd requited <laughs> it it would have been terrible and I'm so glad that he didn't yeah. but at the time I was like oh, he will never love me he'll never love me <laughs> And, like, oh, my God, it was so intense. And, like, I just, I, like, I've been reading a lot of romance fiction this lockdown just because I, I, I like escapism and really Twilight is feeding that void this chapter because it's so sweet. We are in lockdown two in the UK. Yeah. Not that lockdown has changed for me and Liz oh, and everyone moaning about lockdown two is annoying because we've been on lockdown in our area yeah. the whole time. But once but the South got involved. Lockdown <laughs> two. Sorry. <laughs> politics. Anyway, politics aside. <laughs> anyway, right. While we're on a bad topic, should we get onto the bit of this chapter that I didn't like, and yeah, then we can do, do like a compliment sandwich and put the stuff that we do like again yes. at the end. Um. So I did not like Edward just flat out refusing to respect boundaries. Yep. That's bad. That's bad. Um. So Bella is like, can you not look at me and Jim? Can you promise like? not to just spy on me because it's weird and I don't like it. Like, I'll tell you about it afterwards, but can you not... I ask Mm -hmm. you not to do that. And he's like, I can't promise that, but I will let you drive instead. And I'll give you a heartfelt apology. And then he's like, I'm very sorry I upset you, but I'm not going to change my behaviour. Oh, but she doesn't like it. It's so annoying. If she was like, haha, it's cute that you check in, Mm -hmm. fine, but... Mm -hmm. It's not nice. It's so annoying. Cause... It's not nice. It's like checking your boyfriend's, like, Twitter likes yeah. to see what he's up to. Like, yeah. it's not... But, like, obviously worse, because yeah, that obviously. is public. This it's is just, like hacking into your boyfriend's Twitter nice. to see what he's up to. 
Um, yeah. It just, it's but like even more intense. Uh, just like watching her through the day, and she's yeah. never aware. It's gross. I, it's just not nice. I don't like it because it's like she's like, hey, like, can can you not do something? He's like, oh, a reasonable compromise is letting you not feel in danger of your life at the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a reasonable yeah. compromise. She should have been driving anyway because your driving makes her physically uncomfortable, so you should have relinquished that control anyway. And also, yeah. like, like, it's just it's just so annoying because it's like, okay, I get that you're in love, Edward, but you can't be like, oh, but I'll not stop checking you because... Obviously, from Edward's perspective, this is sold as a, but I couldn't possibly because I love her so much. And it's like, okay, fine. But actually, you can't use I love this person as an excuse because actually, just because yeah. you love someone doesn't mean you always have their best interests at heart. Sometimes you have very selfish mm-hmm. things at heart, which is what Edward's doing. Also, like, the first time this happened, he'd, like, warned her uh-huh. about it which like he was like with when jess he was like oh well i'll listen in for what you tell jess and she was like yeah. yeah you will and it was fun and flirty and then she was like oh please don't watch me jim i don't like it and he was like uh i'm not gonna do that but good luck and it's like mm, but she, now she's yeah. like be like okay fine but then she's like he's like now i tried to dazzle her and was like i'm sorry i upset you yeah so they don't like that. A yeah. minor point in this. It's also the fact that he purposefully uses his terrifying but vampire predator powers on her. And he's like, oh, I'd never do that. And he's like, <sighs> looks up through eyelashes. I'm sorry I scared you. And it's like, just shut up. Like, like stop. Why are you trying? Like, And obviously it worked. I remember this part heavily from the books because Bella basically has a heart attack and her brain like wipes out for a second. <laughs> because he's... <laughs> He's very charming. Edward is charming. That's his whole thing, obviously, because he's mm-hmm. a vampire and he's terrifying. But, like, it annoys me that he tries to do it on purpose. Like, I know that he's just trying to get her to accept his apology so she carries on talking to him. That's his goal, basically. Yeah. This chapter mm-hmm. is like, I'm trying to get as close as I can to Bella and maybe touch, hug, kiss her, if possible, yeah. um, without her rejecting me. And he is really scared that at one point Bella's going to turn around and be like, oh no, you're a spooky monster and leave, which basically means that he yeah. manipulates her a lot because she's scared of her leaving. Yeah. But also, that's not okay. You can't do things no. for people because you're scared of them leaving. Like, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Shall we move on to the like the Cullen family chat? Because I liked it, it's nice. And we'll, we won't end on a bad note. So... Edward pulls up at the house um, and Rosalie is there and the description is great and the whole time I was thinking, yeah babe, square up and that's yes, basically please. what he says she does. She's just there like squared up like, what about it? It's quite funny. She's ready to fight. <laughs> like, yeah, I also, and she does. Yeah, she does. She basically is like, you're a stupid idiot. Why did you do this? And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. I'm so sorry, Rosalie. And then she's like, well, it's not fun now. I hate you. <laughs> and then runs away. She's like, at least defend your yeah, terrible action. Exactly. And he's like, I won't. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then basically, I like that Emmett yeah. is on hand in case Edward fights back, yeah. so he won't stop Rosalie scrapping, but in case Edward fights back, he will behave. <laughs> and then basically it's like, at first Rosalie is annoyed because he's so intrigued by this girl and he wasn't intrigued by her. And I'm like, oh God, this stuff again, which I hate. Like, I hate that that's, Rosalie's main character motivation but then during the fight Edward gets like deeper into her brain which firstly invasive stop doing that and secondly then it's revealed that like the actual reason why she hates Bella is because there's nothing actually to hate about her except for the fact that she's a human which 
Yay, yeah, and like the stuff her. where it's like she's like jealous about her having this human life yeah. and like flirting with the darkness, yeah. etc. Absolutely, yeah, it makes sense for Rosie's mm-hmm. character. That makes that's fine. Well, Edward said but... that I didn't respect this chapter was the fact that he said that he's wanted to be human far more than Rosalie does, and I'm like, oh, Rosalie, Oof. your sister, who just wanted to be a mother and a wife, who got told the minute that she turned into a vampire, no, you're this age forever, and also by the way, you can't have kids even with the love of your life. Oh, that Rosalie, huh? Yeah. You think you want to be a human more than she does, huh? Like, I yeah, get that he's legit. in love, but it's made him very insensitive. Like very. It is. He's like, and in this moment, more than anyone, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, just because you want to like, yeah. have a kiss. Like, oh, come on. Rosalie wants a whole family. She wants like six kids. Yeah. Which, by the way, I'm not saying. And it's she like her adopt. Whole, I think she should like, just adopt six kids. But this is Rosalie, and she wants her own. Baby. I don't trust Emmett to not eat a Jesus child. <laughs> You're so right. Why we can't trust him with yeah. own kids then? No. Anyway, but like he's like, we'd all of us would stand in burning flames just to be human again. And I was like, okay, that's all the hard yeah. of it. Fine. They all just really want to die. Yeah, basically. They all just really want to. He's like, I know some people want to be immortal, like even people like humans seek it out sometimes, but mm-hmm. I really don't want to be in like. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm built different. It's like the fact that when Bella becomes a vampire, he's immediately like, we're going to spend the rest of eternity together. And I'm like, you could have had this. Two books yeah. earlier, like just saying. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, what I didn't like. I didn't like the beginning of their fight where they're having like, where Rosalie's having like a thought fight, uh-huh. and like obviously she she's so mad she would just shout at him and say it out loud. Why is she just thinking like, I why did like you that. do that? And like, and then waiting for him to respond. Like surely, like she automatically you would just yeah you would just yeah. say it. And then midway through uh-huh. she starts doing it, and I'm like. Surely, even if someone was answering you, mm-hmm. if you're this mad, you'd still yeah. be... I just thought it was a weird vibe. I thought it was really like a criticism, just like weird vibes. Especially because they live in the middle of freaking nowhere. Like, no one's going to hear you if you yeah. really want to scream in your brother's face. Which, actually, I would have much respected it more if they'd let Rosalie actually have some proper rage. Which wasn't like, oh, she's scowling yeah. at me. She's thinking angry thoughts. I'm like, no, let her go. Let her go buck wild. Let yeah. Rosalie just like scream in Edward's face and like get real <laughs> close and like maybe claw at him a bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let her actually go off. Yeah. You know? Absolutely go for it. Go feral, it Rosalie. So better I than love just, you. Like, I don't know. Just their thought battle yeah. is just a bit boring in comparison. Yeah, it just basically is. And then the chapter ends with Carlisle being like, yeah. Can you really speak to Jasper? And Alison's like, He's waiting mm-hmm. for you, tee Because she's an angel. <laughs> and um, Can we talk about that bit? Um, the line, Carlisle patted her short black hair as he passed her. Alice's hand tight. I love that. Alice's teeny yeah. tiny. She's hand tight to everyone. So pat, small. Pat. Treat her like an actual baby. Little baby. And like, she, that's your daughter. You're not going to give her a hug or something. But no. Pat, pat. <laughs> from Carlisle. It's just very, um, it's very infantilizing. But it's it very really funny. is. <laughs> Shall we do peaks and pits? Yeah. So my peak is obviously Cullen Family Circus. Yes. Two references yes. to it. A lot of pantomime. Yeah. Really enjoyed myself. Yeah. The juggling, the pantomime, the Mike Newton. Brilliant. Now, What's your peak? Um, my peak was the Cupid. Colin Cupid boys. That mm. was really cute. Very cute. I really like that Edward was like, ah, yes, I must set these humans up. And to do so, I will pretend to fancy one of them. And it's so cute. Like, mm. I just think that's really adorable. It is. And how fun. Like, what a fun little insight. Like, that's oh, what you want Midnight Zone for. Yeah. It really what humanized was your... both Sorry. of them. Mm hmm. No, what was your peak what? 
Pet, sorry. That was, <laughs> what, was what was your, your pet? Right. What was your pet? My pet. Um. Yeah. Probably like the sort of weird possessive nature of a lot of the boys in the school. I didn't yeah, like that. I was not, not nice. about it. Yeah. No, me just, too. I'm not about it. Sorry. Like. What yeah. Else? No. The same. I also didn't super like the Rosalie characterization. Just in yeah, there. It's deeper that. than that, and we know it's deeper than that. And we do. Even though we only find that out in Eclipse. Like, uh-huh. her thoughts are there the whole time, so this is the book for it. <laughs> yep, exactly. Like, she doesn't character develop, she just is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, That's the whole thing, had, they are frozen. We had, we had a small smidge of character development in this, this yeah. chapter, which is not to be sniffed at. Yeah, um, it was but, a good yeah, time. I do agree with you. Um... Right, so that was chapter 12 complications join us next week for chapter 13 another complication <gasps> more complications what shall we do Katie I, know, I don't really know what the complication was this chapter to be honest Bella's the complication confused. she's always the complication I know but the I rest of them a... have been so on the nose about what the chapter is I don't I mean really I assume it's Rosalie the... and I think I think Rosalie is the complication this chapter and the next chapter is going to be Jasper and he's the other complication <laughs> Maybe the complication is the dozen crystal, the dozen crystal. Oh goblets. my god! Please help me! I've got so many crystal goblets. You can Instagram us. You can message us on TikTok. You can. We're even on Tumblr now. Midnight Fun Pod everywhere. Yeah. Or you can email us at midnightfunpod at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so just let us know if there's, you've got any questions, comments, theories, because we're all about those theories. Hell yeah. Tell us what you think, what all their roles would be in the Cullen family circus, because yes. we've said our ideas, but mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we'd love to hear from <laughs> so you guys. So DM us, message us, email us. We have Redbubble. You want to wear our logo on your person? More face masks for second lockdown. Yeah, more face masks. <laughs> um, but if you do buy our merch, send us a DM or whatever, or tag us on Instagram or anything of you wearing our merch, and we will give you much love, because I'll die. We would love to see it. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye! Bye! Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Steffi Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.